It is a lovely Thursday evening, and we are more than excited to bring you guys another episode of the Sideliners Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Siegel, joined today by my exquisite co-host, Mr. Benjamin Solis. How are we doing today? I'm feeling a lot better, considered I was just called exquisite. Oh. Very nice. Glad you liked it. I've been exploring, you know expanding my my adjective game a little bit I'm getting that in that this in that thesaurus you know yeah you know how it is just, yes you know you know yes Indeed. so yeah um very exciting times thanksgiving break starts tomorrow it actually starts like right now for me even though i've got a lot of homework but <laughs> getting up extremely early to go to the all exciting texas west virginia game but anyway yeah, I'm getting up so early tomorrow. I think up so early. What time are you flying out? The flight is at seven. Um, probably get up at like probably leave the house at like five. So get up at like four forty-five, four thirty. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, fly, brutal. Fly, fly at seven is kind of odd. I mean, I would just, I don't know, get early flights out. I guess at like, I don't know. I guess like five o'clock, six o'clock normally, but I mean, no, seven. that's. That that's bro. That's like that's like you don't even sleep at that point. <laughs> I don't know. I normally sleep on the way. Yeah, that's true. I'll sleep on the plane. That's a good point. Yeah. But anyway, we've got an exciting week of football ahead, and basketball, I guess. Um, get right into it with some State Ohio State top ten battle in Columbus, and the Buckeyes are favored by nineteen. So, uh, yeah. But I mean, like. I'm not gonna pick against the spread. Like I'm not like. <laughs> I mean, I just I I don't see how the number seventeen gets beat by nineteen plus. I do. You stop yep. with this nonsense. Okay. Um... I don't. I just. I wow. Over under sixty eight and a half. That's wow. Yeah, Ohio State scores a lot. <laughs> um. No, I'm definitely picking against the spread. I, I don't think Ohio State will win, but 19 points seems like a lot for a top 10 matchup. It it just feels like it feels almost disrespectful. I mean, yeah, they're playing in Columbus, um, but I just I don't know. I don't see that spread working out. It's we shall big. see. Too big. Whatever you say, C.J. Stroud has. Turned it around. I was. I've kind of been a hater. I'm. I'm a little you, bit. Less you were. You were a hater. You were a hater. Okay. Well, at the, at beginning, the beginning of the season, it was. It was justified. Mm. It's not so much anymore. Nine and one. They are very good. They are, and I think they're way, way better than Oregon. I don't know how Oregon won, but <laughs> we shall move on. Um, Arkansas, Alabama, Bama. Also favored by three touchdowns at 20 and a half. This game is in Tuscaloosa. Um, I don't think God, you know, I don't really know what to do with this. I don't like obviously Arkansas shouldn't win. I'm not gonna pick them to win. But do I pick them to cover? Uh yeah. I mean I say yeah. Okay, well here's the thing with that. I, I would say yeah, but at the same time, like, you know, I keep saying I have this feeling that like Bama's going to beat Georgia. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, that would be – like, I have to stay consistent with that, don't I? I mean, it's – I mean, I, but I would still say, like, whichever whichever way you fall on that spectrum, I mean, I, I feel like it's justifiable either way. You're probably um, right, but, you know. 
I don't know why I get that feeling because Bama hasn't been extremely impressive as of late. It's just like, you know, it's Bama. It's like, it man. is Bama. Um, Bama. And, yeah, I mean, Bama, this this game is a, is an easy one, I would say. I mean, yeah, I would say I'll take cover. Bama wins this. And Tuscaloosa, I mean, come on. It's... Wait, wait, you think Bama covers? No, not Bama. I'm saying just overall. You think, you think Arkansas covers? Yes, Arkansas. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Give me Bama. Give me Bama to cover. Yeah. Gosh. Whatever. Okay. Um, Virginia Pittsburgh at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. Very exciting matchup. Two of the best quarterbacks in college football, believe it or not. Um, Brennan Armstrong and Kenny Pickett. Possibly two first round picks. Pickett should go in the first round. Armstrong, I don't, you know, I don't know about, but it's still gonna be fun to watch. Pitt is eight and two. They're a ranked team, uh, one of the best teams the ACC has to offer this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm. I mean, I think Pickett has shown like a lot of progress this season, which you know, about you said with that first round draft profile. I mean, he's his stock was definitely on the rise. Uh, throughout this whole season, and I mean, Pitt is just, I mean, I think Pitt has looked good at times, other times a little, but against, against Virginia in the ACC, I mean, when you say it's one of the only things ACC has to show for, I mean, it's like one of two things, because, I mean, no, give, me three. give me three, Wake and NC State, put them yeah. on the list. Yeah, um, just, you know, with Clemson falling out of the loop, it just uh, well. Here's okay. Tougher. Here's here's the thing. Okay, I want to talk about Clemson for a sec. Wake okay. Forest is at Clemson this week, and Clemson is favored by four and a half. And okay, and I know it feels like man, Clemson's had a really bad year, and and they have by Clemson standards. But they're seven and three. It's like you know, it's like it's not awful. Like if Texas yeah, was seven like, and three, yeah. Like, if, I was about to say if Texas was seven and three, we'd be like you know fine. Yeah. <laughs> But we're not. Um, no, we're not. But uh, who are you picking, Wake, Wake and Clemson? Wake is an underdog. It's a top 10 team. I'm going to say mm, in, Clemson, in Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, oh, I say Wake Falls. I say Wake yeah, Falls. I do, I do, too. And it's weird because Wake has no defense and Clemson has no offense. So. <laughs> gonna be like it's gonna be like 10 to 7 final score but but wake has no defense so who knows <laughs> God, that's gonna be the clemson defense has really been good like all year the clemson defense has been good it's just that the offense has been abysmal so but yeah i think mm. i i think i like the tigers in this too and then yeah clemson with that and then i'll say pit i'll say pit yeah i'm going pit too know. we're very yeah. very much in agreement today Yes. Here's an interesting one. Um, Baylor at Kansas State. Baylor coming off that win against Oklahoma. Uh, K-State at a solid 7-3. and three. Uh, This game is in Manhattan. K-State favored by one. Yeah. I, um, I mean, honestly, I, I talked about Baylor a lot Monday. So I feel like I have to be consistent with that. Okay. Um, but I also, I mean, but I just feel Baylor is gonna just in K State. 
the one point. Wow, it's yeesh. Um, yeah, no, I just think Baylor, Baylor should probably. Gosh, this this game feels like <laughs> you're you're end. struggling. <laughs> no, I mean this this game just feels like it's gonna go into like triple overtime and on some bullshit. Um, could be for sure. Could be. Um, no, give me no. give me the cats. Give me the Wildcats. I like cats. Skylar Thompson's back. Baylor, Baylor's not a fraud, not a total fraud, but I, you know, I don't know. I just don't see them like being a consistently top Fra- fraudulent, fraudulent tendencies. Yes, um, the tendencies are there. <laughs> um, so then, uh, that just that just makes the the Big Twelve race just even more interesting. Because then, obviously, you have to rank K State after that game if they do win. Yes. Um, no, I'll, I'll go with Baylor. I, I don't want. I just can't handle any more craziness with this stupid conference. And it's, it's not even. It's not even craziness at this. point. Like it's like you know, it's like expected. <laughs> it's expected at this point. It's expected that Texas is also not in the race. No, we're seventh in the conference right now. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, last game of the day, and I am making a confident pick here. Confident Oregon pick. at Utah, number three at number twenty-three, and Utah is favored by three. Give me the Utes all day. Wow. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Pac-12 football. I hate this game so much. Looking at this game makes me angry. Uh, oh, God. How is Oregon number three? That just makes me so mad. That's, I know. They're, so they, they're not good. I know. But are they good enough to be Utah? Mm. You know, give me the Utes too, because I just I just hate looking at Oregon in in that number three position. Give me the Utes too. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, big big up. That's gonna be a oh lord. It's not gonna be an upset though. <laughs> like it's like no, but upset. I mean just just you know people who don't pay attention to you're right. Yeah, to the fan. casual to the casual fan because because like you know people like us talk about this. No, Oregon is bad. Um, yeah, it just the cat the casuals. Um, if Oregon yeah, wins out, the, and I, that's the thing, if Oregon wins out, I, yeah, you might have to put them in the playoff, and that sucks. But, yeah, I mean, they're they're are they're already you know. In the I know, I do know. It's, it's just, yeah, it's it's a very very hard pill to swallow. Um, yeah. Well, let's move on to some basketball, shall we? Um, a few notables yes. over the week of basketball. Three big upsets: Marquette. Shaka Smart and Marquette just beat top 10 Illinois. So that's kind of interesting. Um, in other news, uh, Michigan, number four, Michigan loses at home to Seton Hall after throwing away a pass or, or getting the ball stolen, giving up an and one. Oh, no, that was, sorry, sorry. Illinois gave up the and one, and Michigan just missed crucial free throws and lost. Both big, big time losses. Oregon, number twelve. Oregon got smacked by BYU badly. Um, and that I I looked at the score at that game and I was like, wait, what? Did, what is that score? I mean, they beat them by like thirty. Just yeah, that it's gonna be a bad week for Oregon and the Utah schools <laughs> for sure. That's that that's actually kind of funny. It is kind of funny losing losing to the Mormons is kind of funny. Um, just a little. That's. <laughs> No shade, of course, but no, no, no shade. But yeah, if Oregon loses to two Utah colleges in the in the same week, that's just that's a fat L. 
Yeah, um, and then, of course, we beat Northern Colorado yesterday. Yeah, we did. We looked kind of bad in the second half, but that's all right. I mean, just, you know, what did we win by, like, 15 or something? I mean. 13, yeah. This is just a just a solid win. Just a, you know. Solid-ish. Good, yeah, solid-ish. Um, I don't know. No, nobody's really, like, I don't know. I guess maybe standing out, like, the the score spread it looks like a it looks like the spurs box score where like everybody scores like 10 to 12 there's no like oh are we talking nba no 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 no, no, no. we're talking ut and just like you know how how the ball gets spread around and nobody's really oh yeah good. none of the players i mean it's just we have a lot of depth that's all there's not much more to say about it right now but but, but 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 it's good that we have depth because yeah like, no, you know it's good for the tournament um you know what else is good what else is good brad anchor anchor I knew you were gonna say that anchor. I bet you didn't. No, 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 no. I just, I just wanted to hear it from you because I know how happy it makes you when you say it. But you're you're exactly right. That's very sweet of you to to know. I know, but anchor makes us happy, and what also makes us happy is our sponsors that we get from them every episode. So without further ado, let's hear it from them. Hello, everybody. Thank you. We are back from our sponsors over at Anchor. As always, we appreciate the continued support from this lovely platform that allows us to put out our podcast. And as always, we love Anchor. We we do indeed love this platform, Anchor. Um, Yeah. What's there to be said? (laughs) You know? Nothing else can be said. The reputation speaks for itself. Absolutely, it does. Um, So, yeah. NFL... I think we've actually got a pretty interesting week this week. A lot to be decided. Um, we'll start with the Thursday night game tonight. And I am actually sort of intrigued because the Patriots win this game. They're 7-4. They're 7-4. Right? That's really interesting. Crazy. And, I mean, when you think about that game against the Cowboys, like in other – I mean, I haven't watched the Patriots extremely closely, but that's not – I mean, we were saying – three weeks ago that this is a team that's better than their record shows and if their record's seven and four after tonight like so so they will have won five straight games since that cowboys lost if they win tonight um yeah and but but on the flip side of that if the falcons win this game it's like you know five and five you know they're you know they're trying to make that playoff push for maybe one of those final wild card spots and they're trying to get their season back on track so it's interesting that and true. Some fantasy implications. I just told Brad during the break. He was like, "I need, I need Ramondre Stevenson, the Patriots running back, to get twenty tonight." And he was like, "Yeah, I'm playing Cordell Patterson," and I'm like, "Patterson is hurt. He's out for like multiple weeks. I'm starting Mike Davis and my other." Okay, league. well, he's, he's like, still like, I'm looking. He's still projected points tonight. I swear, I read something, and he had like a he had like an ankle sprain. No, you're right. Hair. It literally says he remains questionable. Being viewed as a game time decision, but he appears unlikely to play. Yeah, it's so like it's, even if he does play. I mean, this sounds good fantasy wise. Just uh, not not good for the Falcons, right? Sorry, good for me. Yes, um, you know, and Mac Jones. I mean, he's looked he's looked solid. He's looked clean. He's doing all the things that is necessary for the Patriots to win. Yeah, he's been so. I mean, it, although I have to say, Mac Jones, while he's been the best rookie quarterback. There's something to be said about we kind of knew that Mac Jones was going to be the most pro ready quarterback, mm-hmm. kind of with the least upside. And so it's kind of playing out that way. And like the reality is, this guy, 
Mac Jones has been great. I could totally be wrong about this. He'll probably never be a top five, maybe even top 10 quarterback in the NFL at any given time. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like some of these guys like Fields, Lawrence, Lance could like, like the upside could come at some, they could have a Josh Allen type second year, you know? Right. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, Mac, you know, he just, he just says he does the right things. To yeah, him. no, he's yes. ready. He looks good. Um, and, you know, when you're six and four as a rookie quarterback leading in the way, that just does a lot for your confidence, I would say. I mean, he's, I he's, I mean, and honestly, I don't know if there's any pressure from the Patriots. Obviously, you know, the fans, now that they're winning, you know, maybe the fans are lending him here a little bit because, you know, the games are kind of on his shoulders. Even though the Patriots have a great running attack. I mean, Harris and Stevenson, I mean, they they have a lot yeah. of backs that can just take the load off. But, I don't know, this game, oh, gosh. You know, every single that gets stuff about Mag, I'm going to pick the Falcons to win this game. Uh, give me the Patriots. <laughs> Patriots. And I was saying the bad yeah. stuff. Give me the Patriots, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought that we completely flipped. I know. Just... Well, here's – I mean, no Patterson actually does make a difference if that is the case. It, it, it makes a big difference. But, I mean, I think Matt Ryan's going to come out pissed after Sunday. Good, uh, as he should, you know. And, you know, that, that fucking team should really come out pissed and just kind of play with some heart because they got embarrassed someday. They did. I'm sure you but, just wanted but, to mention but, that. But, but, but I don't know anything about that. So. Right, nothing. You don't. Um, got a little Colts Bills. Um, rematch of the God, wild card last year. Um, Buffalo, you know, they got their rebound last week. Do they have another, you know, is it time to build some momentum? Orchard Park looks like it's going to rain and be cold. Um, I mean, with those conditions, I feel like that favors the Colts more because Jonathan Taylor can just kind of like I get, agree. get 35 <laughs> carries and get like 250 yards. Um, I mean, if if this game is decided by those conditions, I mean, you know, the Colts are better equipped at dealing with that in terms of offense. Um and then, obviously, that defense is still trying to find their way. And the Bills have kind of like, you know, the defense is still solid. Yeah. Um, that's true. You know, I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor has another crazy game. I think the Colts have an upset in them. But I still don't think they're good at all. I just – Yeah, I, no, I, I, don't, I don't think the Colts I, have I, an upset in them. <laughs> but, but, I, but I do – Oh, you don't see the upset? I I, no. I just feel an upset. I feel an upset. Sure. I mean, you you feel what you feel. And I like – I respect the Jonathan Taylor take, too. He's been red hot. He is. Been fun to watch. Is, I mean, he is, like, the new darling for running backs. He is just yeah. – he's going insane this year. Shout out to him. So, here's – okay, um, this is an interesting game. And we haven't talked about either of these teams very much. So, I just want to touch on it real quick. Saints-Eagles right now. The Saints are an above 500 team. Obviously – Trevor Simeon is the quarterback. I I think is he starting? Simeon is still starting. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Taysom Hill still hurt. Um, and the Eagles, while they're four and six, have not looked bad really at all. Like except at home, they're zero and four at home, which is oh really? Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll break it down. I'll break it down for you. Those four home losses: six point loss to the Niners, twelve point loss to the Chiefs, six point loss to the Bucks. 
and three point loss to the Chargers. None of those are really bad. No, none of them are really bad. Um, blew out the Broncos last week. Blew out yeah. the Lions, although that's not that impressive. That, that's not that impressive. <laughs> You're right. I, I don't <laughs> I know. I just like try, try to sneak that in there like it was something. Hey, blew out the Falcons. I yeah. I am not saying this team is good by any means. I'm just saying they're doing better than expectations. Yeah, um, and just I mean, Hertz is by far the entire offense. Yeah. Um and they don't have a running back either, really. No. Um and I mean, like for a better word, I mean, just weapons overall. Smith yeah. and Goddard, kind of the only thing that they have going besides No, exactly. Her. Um you know, I mean the Eagles are they're they're doing I guess adequate with what they have right now. Um I mean Simeon, I mean, you know, just they were a two point conversion away from, you know, getting that game in overtime. Um They were, that's, that's true. That was quite impressive. God, as much as I hate to do this, I'm gonna pick the Eagles to win this game. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. It's yeah. Gosh, that's yeah. I hate to do that though. That, There's yeah. a reason why we don't talk about the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, just just because they're an ugly team. Their fans are trash, and they're trash. No and shade. They sold, and they sold their soul for a Super Bowl, but no shade. No shade though. Um. <laughs> All righty, Benjamin. It's about that time to talk about the Cowboys. Um, big game this week. Really big game, actually. Definitely the biggest game of the week. Cowboys in Kansas City at the Chiefs. Um, this is huge. Totally huge. While the Chiefs. It's- Obviously had a down start to the season. They seem to be building that momentum back up. And it just, I don't know. like. Um, so, at this time last year, I would have said this secondary was going to get picked apart. It was going to be the worst thing ever. Um, but this defense, this secondary, has been really, really solid. solid. Obviously, Diggs with another pick. He's got eight on the year. But been really impressed with... Um, when Jordan Lewis is on the field and, you know, obviously he had a really good game against the Falcons, he had a pick and really two good pass deflections. But like when he comes in, um, when they need an extra corner in the secondary, I mean, he's been really solid. Um, and obviously no Randy Gregory that hurts. Um, but I mean, just my, I just love Michael Parsons. I mean, this defense is going to give the chiefs a lot of problems. Um, I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. Y'all are holding the Chiefs under 30. No shot. No shot. Well, under 30, I guess that's that's fair. Um, 30 is a lot of points in the NFL. I know, but it's it's just like 30. I mean, no, no, I'm kind of I'm kind of just cheesing a little, but also like cheesing. I'm cheesing just to cheese, but like I I think the Chiefs. Offense is getting closer to where it needs to be. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously they bounced back in a really good way last week against the Raiders. Um, I mean, if that def- if our defense does not um, do what it needs to do, then it's going to be an all-edge shootout down yeah. at Arrowhead. Um, which, you know, I-, I guess I'm not opposed to seeing. But, I mean, this-, this game just might come down to which offense makes the first mistake. Um and if that comes down to an Ezekiel Elliott fumble, you can benchmark this at 1052 because I said it right here. And just like, I'm just going to be, I told you so. I, I told you so. Zeke needs to have a good game. Uh, 
you know, just just so we can move the chains so it's not all on deck. Um, you know, I, I'm not gonna pick a winner for this game. I feel like there's too okay. much there's too there's just too much writing on this for for me to jinx it. I hate this. I here's up. what I'll say. I think it comes down to what we just talked about. Can like the magic number is thirty. Can can the Cowboys hold the Chiefs under thirty? And that's what I think it comes down to. And I don't think they can. And I think the Chiefs will win. However, however, actually no, no. However, that's my that's my opinion. Okay, okay. We're moving on. I I'm I'm kind of cheesing, but also like that's what I think will happen. Um, Steelers Chargers. We gotta move. Um, Steelers Chargers Sunday Night Football at LA. So yet again another neutral side game. Um, it was true last time, and yeah, um, Big Ben is playing. I think. And th- this, I think, is the defining moment for the Chargers this season. Yeah, they need a they need to win bad. They're favored they need, by six. They they need a win. They need to just stay above five hundred. Um, I mean, and, and and I guess if you're the Steelers, you don't really. I mean, I guess you're kind of on a downward swing. You tied Detroit uh, last week, which yeah, that's just that's kind of that, and that's just kind of whatever I guess at this point. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just the Chargers. Chargers desperately need a win. Um, but even so, I don't even think that it matters if Big Ben or Mason Rudolph is playing because it doesn't change the fact that the Chargers secondary sucks. But I just don't think that neither of them could push the ball downfield to where that would even be a factor. Um. So I have the Chargers in this game because I just I just don't think the the Steelers can just throw the ball downfield to attack that Chargers secondary because it is atrocious. Um, to where it could hurt them. Um. Uh, so I'm actually going to go with the Steelers because okay. I don't think it all depends on having a crazy. I mean, the Ravens killed the Chargers defense, and they by no means have a deep passing game. <laughs> um, this, this is very true. I don't know. I guess it's just a gut feeling. I don't know. Gut feeling. Yeah. Respect. 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 Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the last game. Talking about Monday night. Completely unbiased opinion here. The Giants win the game. Just kidding. That won't happen. Um, <laughs> I do think, okay, this is why I, I acknowledge I'm part of the problem, but I get an ESPN notification. I don't know why they do this to me. Like, why would they even give me this? It says, let me read. I'm reading this word for word. Are Bucks in for Monday Night Football Surprise? Lewis Riddick explains why the Giants could pose a bigger problem for the Buccaneers than many would expect. Oh, like, like you know, you can't give me that and expect me to not, like, buy in, you know? Uh, I will say that the Buccaneers defense, they're coming – they're, you know, they do have some injuries, and I do think you're getting back Saquon and Kenny Galladay. Yes. This week. So, yes. that's, you know, they're just – some weapons coming back. Some. Definitely um, some. Just, 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 you know, just some. Um – so I, I then that helps the offense tremendously. Um, but what do you think is the key for the Giants on defense to stop Brady? Because what's what 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 is what is even containing Brady look like for the Giants at this point? Turnovers. We we've actually forced a turnover in every single game. I think we're the only team in the NFL to do that. But forcing turnovers has kind of been our thing this year. Got to force turnover. That's that's what it comes down to. Somebody will get one. We McKinney. It's top five in the NFL in picks. You know, James Bradbury is always locked down. You know how it is. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't think we'll win. I actually do think we'll cover the spread of 11. But, uh, and I mean, think about this. The Giants haven't lost in three weeks. 
It has been three weeks. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. No, it has. Three weeks since you had a Giants loss. Only one loss in the last month for the Giants. Um, so when, I, when was the last time that happened? I don't. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't think you. It's probably been, a, you know, five years since you could say that. <laughs> but yeah. at the end of the day, like, you never know what could happen. The Giants are zero and seven in their last seven primetime games. And, but last year the Giants and Bucks met on Monday Night Football. I don't know if you remember. Um, and we kept, we converted a fourth down, Golden Tate caught a ball in the end zone. To We were down eight at the end of the game. Catches the ball. We go for two. It's a horrible play. I kind of thought it was passing interference, but it was just bad, and we didn't get it, and we lost by two. And so, uh, you know, could have a similar story this season. Who knows? I will – I'll take the Bucks in this game just because I – just because – That's fair enough. It's, yeah. it's home. Um, I I got distracted talking about this game because the news came in that Otani just won league MVP. So that's, yes, and Bryce Harper as well. Um, exciting news for them. Good news for them. I don't. It's not a shocker to anybody, I suppose. So no, just you know, just just some quick news. The MLB as as wrapped up completely. Yes, um, it has. And there's some weird stuff. If you want your Rangers offseason update so far. Um, <laughs> There's some weird stuff because they say we're like seeking out Trevor Story or or Corey Seager, neither of which make any sense. These are young guys with lots of like like these are like superstars. Why are we going for superstars? I guess young is good, but they're not that young, you know? Like I don't know why we would even be like we're talking to Kershaw, apparently. That makes no sense to me. The only thing I could think of was that like he could mentor the younger pitchers, but like there is no reason to sign a big free agent signing because he will be gone either in the middle of the season or after the season. <laughs> like that's not that's not even something to laugh at because like that's one hundred percent the case. That's depressing. It's actually yeah. Very- we've gone through this cycle three years in a row. I've talked about it on here, but we we make the superstar signing. Last year it was actually I don't even I'm tripping. I don't even know. Two years ago it was Lance Lynn. Last year it was I guess Jordan Lyles. And then we also signed Corey Kluber, who made one start for us and pitched 10 pitches in his entire Rangers career. Hmm. Um, no, it's just like – it's been the same cycle. We, we get a good pitcher. We boost up his – he has a phenomenal season. We get rid of him for some picks that don't pan out. And it's been tough. And, like, I don't know why – I guess we're trying to get away from that and going after established players, but, like, I, I don't – this team has no direction. It's awful. It's really bad. Well – there's a lot of implications for that, a lot of implications for this week in college and the NFL. Um, I'm excited to watch all of these games. These games are going to be really good. Um, of course, Brad will be in um, West Virginia. I I just I sincerely hope that everything goes Dude, right. It won't. It's going to be terrible, and it's going to be miserable weather. And I've heard the fans are questionable in West Virginia. Questionable. Yeah, that's, we'll that's see. Always, that's always lovely. I'm kind um, of excited to interact with them. I know I'm kind of going on a tangent now, but like, I'm excited. Like, if when we lose, I'm excited to like West Virginia be like Texas sucks. Oh my god, have fun in the SEC. Like, whatever, talking trash to me, and I'll just like smile. I like laugh at them in their face. Like, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't phase me anymore. Yeah, it's you know, you just got to get through this season. 
Oh yeah, I agree. Yes. We also got to get through this episode. Okay, we're we're done. We're wrapping up. Yes. Everybody um, have a phenomenal weekend. Enjoy your Thanksgiving breaks. I'm thinking. You know, can you record Monday, Ben? I could probably record Monday. Yes. All right, then let's do Monday, and we'll take we'll take Thanksgiving Day off. But you know, our best wishes, of course. Yes, if you're still listening, um, on if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to give us an Apple. Uh, wow. Oh my. Oh my lord. Make sure to go to an Apple podcast, move it, uh, Spotify, like. And <laughs> with all that being said, have a lovely break. Go Chiefs, go Giants, go Horns. And we will see y'all on Monday.